On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with YouTube expert Christian Hope. Man, we had such a good conversation all around how YouTube ads can actually work for uh, most e-commerce brands. Now, there's some that we talk about that, you know, it may just not work for your vertical. You may not be able to do it, but the vast majority of brands actually can use YouTube ads. We walk through his formula of how he actually does it. Uh, you guys are not going to want to miss this one. Hey guys, are you struggling to create offers that actually convert? Look no further than our must-have brand new course called Million Dollar Offers. With just a few short videos, you're going to learn the seven essential elements of a million dollar offer and how to leverage the power of AI and chat GPT to iterate on your headlines and your prompts. The great news is that this course is actually completely free. So Google Upgrowth Academy, that's Upgrowth Academy and look for the course called Million Dollar Offers. You guys will not regret this one. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I'm joined by Christian Hope from Forward Agency. Christian, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Thanks. <laughs> I know you you gave me how I should actually pronounce your last name and I'm going to go with Hope because that's what I've always thought in my head when I've seen you posting stuff on LinkedIn and I'm always like, oh yeah, Christian Hope. Okay. So I'm going to stick with that for now because I, I cannot change. Uh, that's I'm just, I'm 37. Um, so I'm stuck in my ways now. So <laughs> uh, Christian, <laughs> that's for, good. for people who don't know anything about you, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. Cool. Yeah, I've been in digital marketing for the last 15 years and the last four to five years in D2C. Um, I was basically headhunted by a D2C company that is based in Europe um, and I helped them scale from around 5 million uh, annual revenue to 100 million. Uh, wow. It was a company called Waterdrop in two and a half years. It was quite a riot, uh, also going international. And uh, yeah, back then um, I got stuck in D2C and since then I'm working with D2C brands and also started my own agency and uh, about YouTube ads, which we can talk a bit more about today. And so, yeah, I'm now fully in the D2C space. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean, everyone who's listening to this is fully in the D2C space as well. So there, uh, this great. is going to be a great conversation. I'm really looking forward to diving into uh, YouTube ads. Um, it's funny. Uh, I think most people actually just ignore YouTube ads, right? They're like in, in D2C. It's like, well, no, that's good for, for high ticket courses and, and those sorts of yeah. things. But like, nah, yeah. D2C YouTube ads just don't. They just don't work exactly. is what I think people, yeah. what people think. You're here to tell me the opposite. Is that right? Yeah, potentially. Uh, <laughs> but I can fully understand because we had the same experience. Um, so we were basically stuck. Like we had to grow um, revenue. I uh, had to grow. We had investors that said we need to push. And we were fully maxed out on, on meta ads, Facebook ads. Yeah. And we were just looking for more channels. And I think in Europe, it's even harder because uh, Pinterest, TikTok, was not big, uh, big back then. And uh, so we were looking for another channel that has scale. And uh, we tried YouTube ads and we burned 100,000 um, euros or dollars uh, at basically 0 0.04 ROAS. Um, and okay. working with five, <laughs> five people at Google, I swear, uh, video specialists and everyone. And uh, yeah, we were just, okay, YouTube doesn't work. Um, but it was not an option to give up. So we just uh, tried to try it harder. Uh, experimented for one year and then we basically made it work. <laughs> okay. But I, well, I, I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear. Okay. So first of all, YouTube ads, is it right for every D2C brand or are there certain brands that yeah. this works for better? Yeah, no, it's a very good question. And a question I get a, get, get a lot. Um, I would say, you know, small brands, if you are less than 10 million um, annual revenue, I would say focus on meta ads because likely you still have a lot more 
uh, potential to scale okay. uh, and a, a lot of other channels, right, to, to, to scale. Um, I think YouTube ads work really for brands that have maxed out or have established one channel really well and that are looking to go in another channel. I, I probably would agree, right? Because if you focus on too many channels at once, I guess when you work with brands that do maybe 5 million or so in this range and they try to do a lot of channels, then it eats a lot of resources. Uh, so that's one aspect, I would say, uh, also for the brand. And on the other hand, um, I mean, if you get Meta to work, uh, then YouTube can work as well, I would say, um, in short. Awesome. So let's let's talk creative. What kinds of creatives are mm -hmm. actually converting when it comes to, to YouTube? Is there yeah. like a certain formula? Is this just something you just yeah. have to test a bunch of different things? What are we looking at yeah. when it comes to that? Yeah, exactly. I'm not telling you anything new when when uh, when I say creative is everything or it's it's most of it. Um, like two, three years ago, there were many more uh, targeting opportunities on YouTube. Uh, you know, you could target keywords, which you can't on Meta, obviously, on other platforms and, and placements. But also here, YouTube has moved away from that. And, and now it's really more in broad targeting. So the creative does the targeting, right? I always mm. say the creative decides. As I think there's a specific formula on the structure of how to structure creative. Uh, in general, we work with uh, only skippable ads that are like one and a half to three minutes long. That's uh, really the golden length. Interesting. And, so, uh, one, so, so let's yeah. let's just stop there for a second, Christian. So, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I think that that's incredibly surprising yeah. to people, right? When people think of like video yeah. ads, they're like, oh, short, punchy, snappy, quick YouTube ads. True. One and a half yeah. to three minutes. That goes against all of that that we think of on True. on Meta and uh, and on yeah. TikTok. So, to talk True. me through that. Why so long? Why so long? Yeah, it's a good point. So, so what you really need to get right in the, in the YouTube creative, if you get the structure right, um, you can really pre-qualify customers and you can warm them up, right? So um, the, the big misconception is that you don't want to just hook customers to keep watching the video. You want to pre-qualify customers and then you can use this one and a half to three minutes to really convert them. I always say like you can put the landing page into a video. You have, you know, 95% of, of people who watch YouTube ads have sound on. That's a very different metric to, to meta ads where I think 80% is sound off. Mm. Um, if this number is still correct. And so there's a, there's a lot of difference and you can really get a lot of things into the video where you have audio and video to warm up and, and, and pre-qualify basically customers. What we've been seeing is a 50, hundred percent better on-site matrix than other push channels on, wow. on the website because they're pre-sold with the video yeah, exactly exactly okay but you okay. need to do right because we we've seen brands that run ran youtube ads where it's the opposite right you have high bounce rates you you don't have people that stay on the website and what we see is like i can give you one example like um you want to pre-qualify customers or or prospects pr um, pr um properly right so for example if i say you struggle to sleep at night I could be selling you a pillow. I could be selling you supplements. I could be selling you a, a sleep tracking app. Yeah. And potentially the customers are not open for supplements or something. So yeah. it's really important to not only say, hey, what I'm going to tell you is going to change your life in a hook kind of, but really also preparing them what you're going to, what is the problem? How are you going to solve this problem in the first five to six seconds? So, mm. so that's very crucial. And are there certain industries that, that this works better in? Like... I'm thinking about like for apparel. I'm like, does does mm -hmm. this work for apparel? Difficult. Things that aren't yeah. problem solution based. Does this mm -hmm. actually work? Yeah, that's. I, I I would say that everything where you, where you don't have that, where you don't have a specific distinction to other brands, it's in general harder. I guess to, you know if you are selling socks or underwear, like super basic fashion, 
it's much more difficult to run ads profitably anyway, right? On on any channel, I guess. Uh, but that's the same on YouTube. Yeah. Um, it, the question is always like, what can you find that is, you know, that is different to others? What is the kind of things that customers write about you, uh, write in reviews about your brand? Uh, yeah. You can take this out and then, you know, put it um, into the creative. So the basic structure is the same. You have hooks, you have this educate body part, you have call to actions. Just how you build it is is different because you can put a lot more into the creative. And uh, people who start watching your video 10, 20 seconds and longer, uh, they're not going to drop off that much anymore. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the big mistakes that you see brands making when it comes to trying to run their own YouTube ads? Yeah, first of all, um, I... I you know, Google is nice. Google is a great company. Um, but often people that, you know, Google specialists, they've not run YouTube ads themselves. So a lot of this advice is, you know, they're kind of also salespeople, to be honest. So they just try to sell you YouTube because you can spend a lot more money on YouTube than on other platforms. But unfortunately, that also often burns the ground and, and people have bad experience with YouTube ads. They try to sell you brand lift studies. Uh, we also got a brand lift study where we say, okay, well, Google told us we have 30% brand lift and we said, that's nice, but where's the money, right? We want to have revenue in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> not brand lift. We're not Coca-Cola. Uh, like... <laughs> yeah, if you're at that point, okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but in DTC, mostly you want to have revenue. Um, so, so that often uh, also, you know, closes the door because then brands have bad experience. And as you said, they say, oh, YouTube doesn't work. While, you know, if they get the right account structure, if they get the right creative structure, it can actually uh, be a very nice channel. So we have, we uh, ourselves um, made uh, YouTube scale to 600,000 a month um, in my last company. So that was really, really strong. It was like wow. 20, 30% of of uh, acquisition. And we're also seeing that now for other, uh, for other brands. It's hard that YouTube will outperform Meta in terms of volume. But I would say like if Meta is, for example, 40% or so and YouTube is 20%, that's usually a very good ratio, something that we've seen uh, very often. So you can really spend a lot. Can you walk me through a, a case study uh, of a brand that you've worked with uh, that was you yeah. know heavy on Meta and then was able to make that transition into YouTube and add that as a good channel? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, Waterdrop that, that I worked for before, uh, we started YouTube. Um, we it didn't work at the, in the beginning, and then we just really we bought a lot of courses in that were US focused and B two B focused, and tried to transform that in B two B in into e commerce. And um, we've had several markets, and uh, we tested a lot in terms of creative, in terms of um, you know messaging, same as you would do on any other platform. Um, and we managed to scale that, as as just mentioned, to six hundred thousand uh, spent per month, uh, which was really good. Um, and in some markets, it was actually almost uh, the same volume as as Meta. Um, and how you, the the really cool thing about that is also that once you find winning creatives um, on Meta, you have to exchange them regularly. On TikTok, you have to exchange them much more frequently. On YouTube, you can spend like one two million. We spent one two million on a creative, and it was still the best performing creative. Wow! So, so not was, nearly as uh, much creative fatigue. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's partially uh, it's of course a, a hypothesis, but it's partially because also of the algorithm. On Meta, the frequency increases much faster. Yeah. Uh, but YouTube has really a lot, lot of reach, right? So if you look at the active um, users on YouTube, there's there's really a lot <laughs> yeah. to, to yeah. reach out. Do you believe in view-through conversions that come from YouTube? Very good question. Um, yes and no. Um, <laughs> so also here, what we, we've been testing a lot. Um, I don't know if you believe in self-reported attribution or post-purchase survey. Uh, we've been doing that a lot. So I basically do. Asking I do. Customers, I really, yeah. I really do believe in in those. Yeah. <laughs> Great. 
That's good to good to know. We've been running that. I mean, I've been working with this now for four years, and it's really interesting to see also how we tracked TV, for example, and other channels yeah. when we went into new markets. And just if you compare that, a lot of that makes sense, right? So if you ask customers on the order thank you page, basically first time customers, how did you hear about us? And then people say where they hear about you. So we've been comparing that also to, you know, click through conversions, view through conversions. And we find that BPS, this, this post-purchase survey basically is very much closer to the view through conversions than to the click through conversions. Mm. Um, so YouTube is usually, you know, upper funnel um, and more difficult to track. Um, but so that's on the one side, yes, view through conversions. I would not ignore them. Um, but on the other hand, I would not optimize only on view through conversions if I don't have another kind of unbiased way to look at it. Uh, one thing that's very tricky, I think that's the same for Meta, but also what we've seen in Google Ads is Google tries this enhanced conversions, which basically tracks more and makes also your numbers look better in Google Ads. Um, we've been seeing that if you optimize on this, the view-through conversions will be much higher and the post-purchase revenue will be closer to the click-through conversions. Mm. So that means that Google would rather optimize towards people who already purchased or would purchase anyway and less towards incremental uplift. So we're actually very conservative. We optimize more for the click-through, but we then also evaluate uh, post-purchase and uh, the view-through conversions. Okay, great answer. What, what would you say to somebody who, you know, they're listening to this podcast and they're thinking, you know, maybe I'll, t you know, I'm, I'm, you know, sort of in that sort of 10 to 20 million revenue range. I feel yeah. like I want to diversify my channel mix and I want to mm -hmm. go to YouTube. What sort of advice would you give them, Christian? They're like, is this something that they can just do in-house? Is this, an, you know, something to go to an agency with? Mm -hmm. Is there regular Google ads, you know, agency mm -hmm. going to be able to, to, mm -hmm. to do this? Walk me through that. Yeah. If you're 10 to 20 million and you're not doing YouTube ads, I think you're missing out. And also there are a lot of ways to kind of protect your brand on YouTube because you can still do keyword targeting and it's like Google shopping, right? So even if you're not on Google, if you're not advertising Google shopping, someone else will take your search volume mm. and basically also uh, run ads there. And, and it's very likely that your competitors are there and basically taking your volume. So it's, it's kind of also protecting your brand. And if you're 10 to 20 million, you can definitely should be on YouTube ads, in my personal opinion. Um, what we are seeing uh, very specifically is that's also why we specified on, on YouTube ads is uh, often Google ads uh, agencies, they're really good in search and shopping, but they don't have the exper experience and expertise in, in YouTube ads. And so we, we can do everything, right? We help uh, brands to establish it in-house. We run them completely for them, manage service. We also train sometimes their teams or their consultants and agencies to, to run YouTube ads. But there are some specifics. I mean, we've invested a lot of time in YouTube ads. We've been doing this now for two and a half years. So um, there's a lot of learnings that we have also in terms of uh, structure and creative mm. um, to do that, yeah. Yeah, that 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 totally makes sense to me that this is kind of like a separate beast uh, unto itself. It that, is, yeah. That, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Christian, I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? That's a good question. I believe very much in the, you know, collaboration of acquisition and retention. Um, I can also give you some examples that we do. Um, so very often, I think, um, you know, the, the two areas are separated and these are usually the, the areas how you can scale a brand, right? If you have good acquisition, but no retention, it's not going to work long-term. On the other hand, if you have great retention, but you can't get new customers, you're also not going to scale. And what I mean with this is like, uh, try to understand what cu customers are the best customers that you bring in and then connect it to acquisition and feed that back, right? So have a feedback loop. So for example, if you have a convenience food brand and let's say 
they have a very good audience in in terms of sportive people that really you know watch the nutrition because it's very high quality um then this can be a very loyal customer base just an example and yeah. now if you try to uh, acquire customers that usually order at McDonald's or some food delivery um and convince them that you know this is a better solution they might not be as motivated to use your product. So the retention and the cohorts might look very different, right? Mm. So this is something if you look at data and understand, okay, what are my best customers and how can I acquire more of them? Uh, this is something where we've seen that makes a huge difference um, long-term in, in growing businesses. So we always try to, you know, be connected with the retention teams and also look at this, um, not just to get the cheapest uh, customer acquisition costs or the best ROAS in acquisition, but also long-term uh, what customers should we actually acquire? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a great answer, Christian. Thank you. Um, I've got three more questions for you. I hope that you're ready. Sure. Awesome. Uh, ready? First first question, favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Um, actually, I'm working on a software solution myself for better insights. So I've been struggling a lot with, um, you know, questions like where customers ask, um, how much EBIT am I going to make next year if I continue to run at the same level or if I want to reach this revenue level, how much EBIT am I going to make? How much does it cost me and stuff like this? So we are actually working on something which I cannot fully announce yet, but something that I've been working on over the last few weeks and months, awesome. which is very interesting, I think. Uh, so this is something that came out of a problem <laughs> and something that uh, customers are asking a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing all about that. Uh, next question for you. Favorite podcast or audio book that you're listening to? Of course, Jordan West. <laughs> uh, no, of course, um, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, one audio book I can recommend actually is uh, called Retention Point, which is uh, very much about, uh, speaks about actually subscription and SaaS business, I, I think, but you can also translate it into e-commerce. I've just listened to it recently. It's a very interesting concept where you also say that um, the selling doesn't stop after you purchase, but basically you still need to make people use the product, right? Often our thinking is we just need to convert people and then remind them after 30 days, 60 days, whatever, to purchase next time. Yeah. But many people have a product at home that they don't don't use. Um, so you actually need to make your customers use the product before they purchase again. Yeah. Otherwise they will not purchase again. And yeah. how to do that is, it's some very good concepts there. Cool. Awesome. And guys, remember anything that Christian and I have talked about today goes down in the show notes. Um, so any of these links that we talk about, all of that will be down in the show notes. So please go and check that out. Uh, that would be, uh, that'd be great. Christian, last question for you. Um, you just found out you have a year to live. What changes? Wow, that's a tough question, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's really a good reminder to just be grateful every day for everything that we have and uh, just enjoy the life because it is short. Uh, I would say work less and enjoy more and spend more time with, with people that I care about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Christian, where can people uh, connect with you and how can you help people? Um, I'd love to, love to know for our audience. Sure, uh, best place is probably LinkedIn, uh, also Twitter. Um, my name is always the same, Christian M. Hoppe with double P, uh, but you can find me with my name on, on both LinkedIn and Twitter. And yeah, very happy to, if someone is interested in YouTube ads for DTC e-commerce, I'm very happy to reach out. And I'm also very happy to share more about um, the software I've been working on. Awesome, Christian. Well, that's great. Uh, again, guys, we'll make sure that uh, all of uh, Christian's contact information is down in the show notes. Christian, thank you again so much for your time today. Sure. Was great. Thanks for the invitation. Awesome. 
Are you an e-commerce founder or marketing leader struggling to get new offers or creative and copy to test fast enough in your ad accounts? Do you feel like your ad campaigns are falling flat and not generating the results that you actually need this year? The pain of not being able to effectively test and optimize your ad campaigns can lead to tons of missed sales and a huge amount of lost revenue, but we've created a solution. Introducing the Viral Offer Bundle from Upgrowth Commerce. For just $99, you're going to receive 10 highly engaging image creatives, 30 scroll-stopping headlines, 30 captivating ad copy variations, and 30 ad descriptions. These powerful tools are going to help you quickly test and optimize your ad campaigns to get the best results possible. Do not miss out on another sale. Visit www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer to buy today and then start seeing that relief from your ad campaign pain. Again, that's upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer. Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.